Welcome to the Brain People Podcast, a show where four mental health experts team up to bring you practical tools for overcoming mental health challenges. The Brain People don't replace your doctor or therapist, but we will give you some extra tools to help you on your journey. So join us as we fight mental illness, one episode at a time. Welcome to the Brain People Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Daniel Bynes, and today I am joined by Mariola Porres, and she is life and health coach extraordinaire. And today we're going to be talking about a very important topic, and that topic is accountability. Now, Mariola brings a background in corporate marketing, and she has definitely had to deal with a lot of accountability in her life. And now as a life and health coach, she's actually working on helping people to be accountable. So thank you so much, Mariola, for joining us today. And um, let's just go ahead and dive right into the topic. Tell me a little bit about accountability. What is accountability, first of all? <laughs> well, accountability, the way I define it is through synonyms. I believe accountability is commitment, ownership, trust, is personal responsibility shared with others that keeps us responsible also on our goals. So um, community, connection, work. Yeah, so these are all very important things, but why would this be related potentially to our health or even our mental health? Why, why is accountability important? Well, we are created to be in connection, in community. When we try to do things on our own, we usually don't have all the strengths needed. So it is important for us to be connected with others and also to see that bl the blind spots that we may have, right? To remember what our strengths are. Many times our brains tend to go to what we're lacking versus what we have. We tend to think negatively and ruminate on that. But having that counterpart, having that balance with other people that see the potential in us and reminds us of that can really make a difference in success in overall all the areas of our life and health. Yeah, I, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people that try to do it on their own and and try, try to white knuckle it. And, you know, some people can be somewhat successful, but it can be oftentimes a bigger struggle, it seems like. And and on the other hand, sometimes I, I see people that are very open. They say, yes, you know, I want the help. Um, but then I see them not always being willing to be held accountable. And that can be a barrier as well. But then I think there's a third group that where people are really open for that. And, and it does seem like it helps that, that progress for people. Absolutely. And also accepting that we cannot do it on our own. I would add a fourth group, which is those that don't dare to ask for help mm. because that's not accepted because we should be keeping it all together, right? But really going over that and saying, hey, asking for help and working as a team can make us all grow and become better in whatever task we're we're engaged. Absolutely. And so it seems like accountability is actually one of those things that helps people to really meet their goals. And without that, it can be hard to stay on track and to follow through and, and, and actually achieve things that you might want to um, achieve. And can you tell me a little bit about um, any research that shows um, 
accountability being helpful for health or mental health? Yeah, there was a research done with corporations where they would just provide training for their employees. And they saw that they when they coupled the training with coaching, the productivity levels increased up to 88%, almost 90% of what they learned, they were able to apply it. So definitely learning is not enough. But sharing it and doing this with a group or with someone that keeps us accountable increases our, our levels of success. Yeah, you often hear that knowledge is power, and that's true. Knowledge is power, but if you don't apply it, then <laughs> it's not nearly as powerful, right? Right. No, and many times we know that we need to apply it, but we don't know our limitations. We don't know what skill sets skill set is necessary for that right many times we may it makes sense it feels right but if we don't have the capacity that's the part where we can work with getting the right skills to go back and and get better at it now as a as a coach why do you think it is that even if we know like okay this is actually good for me and for example like eating more plant-based foods or whole foods could actually really help me but you don't somehow applying it is really difficult even though you know you have the knowledge it could help me what's the disconnect why do you think it's so difficult even when we know something could help us to do it many times it's because of that because we we lack the skill set right or we don't believe in ourselves many times it's because we're doing this based on external expectations and because we're not connecting it to our values and i really like when we talk about accountability how does that look like from a coaching standpoint because there's a lot of accountability in our lives, right? Like the things we need to do at our home, at our job, uh, even with our counselor, right? We need to own a lot of the things we've done in the past so that we can learn. But when it comes to coaching is, okay, now that I know all that, how can I create a plan to apply it and move forward? So a lot of it is um, really looking at the future and the possibilities versus just defining ourselves based on our past Mm. so instead of just describing we generate we create a generative language in our script in our in our self-talk in our the way we look at ourselves right many times that and I talk about our demands and the challenges many times come from our internal Mm -hmm. from our lack of faith in ourselves from not believing that we have a potential or if anything we can develop that and believing in that is important so it sounds like a, a big hurdle for applying the knowledge is even the belief that I can't really can this, this, this maybe fear that I don't know if I can do that. It just sounds too hard or it's maybe too difficult or it's more comfortable to say the same kind of a fear of, of change in a way for a multitude of reasons, perhaps. Absolutely. So what's when we talk about, cause I, I, I heard you mention, you know, counseling and um, coaching. Now, what would you say is the difference actually between counseling and coaching? Well, the difference lies in counseling. The expert is the counselor. He helps us understand human behavior and why we do what we do, right? And we've been influenced. Our past is very important for us to develop our future. We've been influenced by our environment, by our family, by our values, our religion, or spiritual beliefs, right? All of that influences who we are and why we do what we do. Understanding that will give us insight to see where we can change or what can we leverage from that to build the future we envision. So the the counseling is understanding the past 
coaching is you becoming the expert with what you understand from your past mm. and creating a plan in the future. Your coach is just there to help you stay on track according to or based on your long-term goal. You have a long-term goal. And many times people tell me, I don't have, I don't know what that looks like. And I love working with people like that because we move from what is it that you no longer want to have in your life? Mm -hmm. And let's work with that. And as they start moving away from that, they start defining, oh, this is actually what I like. And let's recruit more tools for that. Let's develop that. Let's practice that, right? And we move towards the future. And that's the difference is more future forward action versus the past. And that's very interesting because I've, I've worked with a lot of patients where they are like, okay, I can understand why I'm this way, you know, because I was traumatized in childhood or whatever it might be, but it's still, I still feel stuck. Uh, understanding is not enough. And so I have knowledge and maybe I even know some of the things I want to do or the things that I should do, but how do I move forward? How does coaching then help people to actually go from that understanding to now really moving forward and applying these things and certainly accountability is part of that are, are there other elements i mean how, how does this work yeah and i when i talk about coaching i talk about a group of coaches many times we have our life and health coach but we also need spiritual coaches we mm. need um, our emotional coaches that's that's the counseling component right but how do we get started a lot of it is self-discovery is really understanding who we are what's the why behind the change that we're seeking when people reach out for coaching and if they don't have a reason why, there's different tools we can explore to bring the unaware to the aware. So how does that look like? Asking questions like, what do you, where do you spend most of your time? What, do you, what inspires you? What motivates you? What drains your energy? What energizes you? And as we do that, people start getting to know more about themselves. Like, oh, I didn't know relationships was so important for me. Or I didn't know that my... Um, I don't know, my career, my profession and success was so import important for me. So as we discover that, then we develop goals that build towards the development of those different values. And I've seen the success of change being a lot higher than when we just talk about, you know, I just want to lose weight because I want to look well. We, we really connect it to the inner part of the person. Like, why is that important for you? Because it's mm. going to enhance your life with your family and the time with your children. And that really brings out the commitment and the motivation people need to move. That, that is really amazing. So what I'm hearing is a big part of starting the coaching process is really digging deep and discovering, not just like, okay, this is, I understand why I'm the way I am, but it's also saying, well, what's really valuable to me at my core? And now that I've discovered what's really important and valuable to me, based on that, I can then create goals and have motivation to then achieve those goals. Is, Absolutely. is that correct? Absolutely. So, so then if when someone comes to you for, for coaching, um, is that kind of where you start or where do you start with them? Well, there's not one session that looks like the other. Every person's different. Some people have an idea, others don't have an idea. Others wanna explore or are just giving themselves the chance to, to learn more about themselves. So it depends on the person, but usually is um, a lot of self-exploration and then just knowing where we want to step away from, like what is it in our lives that we don't longer want and an idea of why and where is it that I want to go. And then we define different ways to get there. Mm. And every person has different strategies that work and stick to them. And, and that's the beautiful thing that every session is different, but who gets to make the call and how to create that space is the client. And that goes back to that whole idea of 
the client, the individual being coached, is actually the, the expert and becomes more and more the expert on who I am, where I'm going in life. And to me, that is very empowering. And I like that because, and, and, and I've heard you talked about you know, this idea of, of, of moving from the victim to what owner. You, oh, the owner. Yes, <laughs> yes, I wanted to say Victor, but yes, the owner mentality, right? Yes. And and in in a way that really goes along with this idea of accountability. That in a way you're kind of like almost being accountable to yourself. You're saying, "I'm owning this. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this." But of course, the coach. Um, so how does that how does that work? Because you're going to owner, and how does the accountability piece you know play in there with the coach? Yeah, well, the first step on change is developing awareness. Mm -hmm. When we develop awareness of what is it that we are, or where are we showing, how are we showing up? And I love that you brought the the example of owner versus victim. We work with a lot of contrasts because that's how we learn best, right? Is am I interested or am I committed? What does that look like? descriptive versus generative language, right? How are we talking to ourselves? Am I owning this or am, am I being a victim? And when we connect that to our values, there's a, you know, we're stimulated and then we become proactive or reactive. The, the space between the stimulus and our reaction is the power of choice. And that choice has to be driven by our values because when it's driven by our emotions, we tend to um, be more... Um, we don't sustain the change. It's based, you know, it's very variable. But when it's rooted in our emotions, it brings meaning to every decision we make. And it brings us back to what matters to me. Why is this important? So the why is the anchor. And then the, the practice of the contrast is really learning to navigate and shifting from that negative part of us to owning it, being empowered and creating the change. And the results and the reward will give us more fuel to continue showing up and doing that work every day. Oh, that's that's really neat. And and it, it definitely sounds like the coach is helping then the client to not only define goals, but also see what are some of the hurdles to get, that they need to get over. Maybe it's feeling sorry for myself, or maybe it's this idea like I just can't, or whatever it is, kind of this maybe victim talk, if you will, the self-talk and say, no, you can. It's just a matter of holding yourself accountable, allowing me to hold you accountable, and then you know, getting past these hurdles one step at a time and we can do it, right? Yeah, a lot of the things that happen in our sessions, in our space together, is we really get to redefine the language. We celebrate progress versus perfection. We talk about you know, our fears and our challenges being good things. There are, you know, our body has been built with all that for us to know what's working and what's not. So all these things, pain and frustration, all that are alarms in our bodies that really shows us where do we need to tone down our goals? Maybe we're aiming too high. Mm. Maybe we want to eat the apple in one bite and we need to learn how to chew it, bite-sized pieces, right? And how does that look like? How do we celebrate that? We learn how to, what to tap into to increase our capacity for those things we can't control and change, right? But we become more of an owner because we get to drive the boat based on our strengths and based on that contrast and using our body and embracing those negatives for us to pivot back into um, the change and, and the motivation we need to move forward. So those are some really positive ways to, I think, stay accountable is like you said, those, you know, positive affirmations and taking the, the steps, one kind of bite-sized pieces rather than trying to eat the whole pie all at once right. and just taking it one step at a time and celebrating those, those little positive changes. Are there 
negative ways of holding people accountable or allowing someone to hold us accountable? What are kind of the red flags that we need to watch out for? Yeah, definitely not using pressure, not using comparisons. We compare ourselves with our with our own selves, right, to see our limitations. Um, gratitude is huge, right? Not focusing on, I can't do this, I didn't do that, but really grateful for the opportunity to rebuild ourselves. So believing in ourselves, getting ourselves, giving grace, right, instead mm -hmm. of feeling guilt. And yeah. many times people have been driven in their change with guilt and pressure and wrong references and manipulation and negative talk. Um, but it comes from a very different place. We, we must be affirming and the compounded um, effect of everyday effort and really celebrating that it makes a big difference. Well, in a, in a lot of ways, I think the kind of accountability that you're really talking about sounds like it ends up being a lot of fun instead of this almost like, uh, yeah, feeling of like, oh, you're not doing a good job and you need to do better in the sense of uh, shame and, 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 and kind of pressuring ourselves into doing better. I love that, that picture that I get of a team really working together and saying and celebrating every step of the way and, and it's a beautiful thing and i've seen this actually with some of my patients even with some of the patients that you've worked with that have been stuck for years mm -hmm. and then you know really taking on that different mindset and saying no 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 you know if i just take it one step at a time i can make some progress and seeing those little victories and then celebrating those it really starts to be a lot of fun for everyone involved i think yeah and you create habits you create habits it's been proven that the math tells us that if you do one percent better one thing every day for 365 days you become 37 times better imagine wow. the possibilities that open up just doing one thing better every day wow so and that's amazing and i think that that's something i was even thinking about earlier today is like okay if i really want to grow as a person I need to continue to challenge myself every day and and just do a little more and you know not overextending but just a little more can help us to grow all yeah. the time and i call it you know coaching also teaches you a new language mm -hmm. it's amazing you learn to stay away from using have to's musts shoulds and you learn to say i choose i desire i want i would like owner language right owner language <laughs> that's yes. great so do you have any experiences that you want to share with clients or people that you've interfaced with of course i know you have your own journey but also yeah what about clients you've worked with and changes you've seen? Yeah, well, I think the model at Beautiful Minds combining life and health coaching is a very unique one because I first started as a health coach and it was just relating to the physical and I was having a hard time really getting that change from, you know, creating that change with my clients because it was just limited to the physical. But when we started tying that into the values that started changing. And this is where health coaching evolved into life and health. Because if we don't have our values as part of our goals, we're not gonna be as successful. So having said that, one of the things that I've seen to be successful is, you know, I had a lady that came and she said, I wanna lose weight. And I asked her, why do you wanna lose weight? And she said, oh, because I wanna look good for my husband. And she had been trying to lose weight for years. And she was not being successful and identified, together we identified that it was not connected to her main values. When we did the value exercise, physical was at the very bottom. Relationships mm. was at the very top. So we started talking about 
losing weight, how could that enhance her relationships? Her mm. having the confidence internally and externally to connect and feel good in her skin and being able to to have, you know, healthy intimacy with all her surrounding relationships. And that really moved the needle. We didn't, we never worked on a goal on health, like losing weight. We didn't do anything related to nutrition or exercise. It was all about the emotional and the self-talk that really moved her to lose weight in less time than she thought of. And it was because we were working in another area of her life that impacted ultimately her physical. Wow. So that's one example of how important it is not to just limit coaching into one area, but to really consider it all together our bodies and our and health. really use the values as the motivating fuel instead of just saying well you need to lose weight and you need to do this and this and it's like no the person really needs to have that buy-in and that motivation from what's really important to them Absolutely. what a beautiful story mm -hmm. now there there might be uh, some of our listeners out there that are saying hey you know life and health i've been stuck for years or i've been doing counseling and i feel like i've gotten some improvement but i'm just really having a hard time taking that next step in in my journey what can people do to maybe get involved in in coaching or take that next step to really increase their health, me mental and physical health. Yeah, well, I would definitely encourage them to call us. We have different options available from webinars where they can learn more about it to a group coaching setting where if you don't feel comfortable going one on one, like, you know, might be too soon or, or too much to feel vulnerable to do that individually, you can learn more about coaching through a community setting. So we have every quarter, we have an eight week program called um, eight weeks to wellness revive to to thrive and they you show up once a week for an hour and a half and then you learn principles and you get to share with other people what coaching looks like in a group setting so we have that and we also have the individual coaching and we have different coach pro coaching profiles as well because i believe that when you when you hire a coach it needs to be like your hairdresser there needs to be a good <laughs> connection there needs to be good rapport so you can definitely have a discovery session we offer that for free to just to explore and get a taste of that and don't worry we won't try to change your hair exactly right? <laughs> we won't do that it might impact though because <laughs> everything's a good connected yes that's right yeah so we have individual options as well as group and classes and workshops as well and we have online as well yes, so for some of our listeners that may not be able to come in person we also have the option for for remote online both groups and one-on-one -on -one sessions yes that's true so thank you so much, Mariola, for joining us today. Thank you for making such an amazing impact on our clients and also on helping us start the coaching program here at Beautiful Minds. It's really been an amazing blessing just to see the fruits of your labor and see the changes. And, you know, I, I know for me, as I work with people and as I see those changes, it does my heart good. And I think there's nothing more fun than being involved in this process of helping people to change and holding them accountable in the best sense of the word. Yeah, I think that's the biggest gift we can have doing the work we do is to really see transformed lives that can also become mental health advocates in sharing this hope with many more. So thank you for that opportunity. Thank you again. Thanks for listening. To hear more episodes, find us on social media, or support us financially, visit thebrainpeoplepodcast.com. 